This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Could you imagine being buried alive? Would you know what to do if you began uh, getting buried alive? What, what kind of scenario do you think could create such a situation? Well, if you've ever worked in a trench, you would know what uh, trench cave-ins are all about. It's a serious issue. Highly regulated, as a matter of fact. Very, very dangerous. Think about that. If you even, even in a uh, four-foot uh, four trench, Somebody can easily be killed. Uh, uh, earth crushes against your chest. You can't breathe. Even with your head above, uh, you, could, you could die from it. You could also die from hypothermia because the ground's cold. When they have to get people out, it's a whole crazy thing they have to get. They can't just dig you out. They can't just take a big machine and pluck you out. Doesn't want to rip you in half doing that. And e- even if they uh, had, a, you know, were able to scoop around you, the pressure of it would just create all kinds of problems. So... Uh, pretty freaky situation. What's another um, uh, scenario that this could happen? I don't know. Maybe you've got some kind of excavation that you've stumbled on, or maybe you're in a tunnel or something like that. Could you imagine being buried alive? What would you do? Maybe nothing? Just going to die, suffocate to death? What a way to go. Lights out. And then and talk about just uh, a a slow, painful death. Can it be much worse? I guess it could be. What would you do? Just suppose you're out hiking, casual hike, <clears throat> and you, you stumble. And and it's this, uh, the, the ground's breaking away. It turns out there was some kind of a covering, whether natural or whatever. Maybe it o- opened up to a sinkhole, but kind of gradually, kind of stumble in. The next thing you know, you find yourself at the bottom of this ravine. It's not real deep. You know, maybe maybe just seven feet, eight feet. It's called eight feet. Eight feet were just high enough that at first you freak out. You, you, you jump up and you, and you can barely grab the ledge. You think, oh, I'm going to plan an escape here. And then imagine that it just starts to cave in around you. What would you do? Would you know, would you know how to handle it? You know, there's a book I've been working on, <laughs> um, and it talks about this idea of being sucked underwater. You know what the, the first thing I say you need to do? You need to remain calm, always. First, and just relax just a nanosecond. can make all the difference in the world. If you're getting burned, and I'll tell you, uh, having been in a few uh, freaky situations, um, that being able to relax is very, very important. It really is. So, And being sucked underwater is, I don't know. Got to be as bad, if not worse, than being being buried alive. What you want to do, if you're in a in a hole or a ravine that begins to collapse, you want to sit down. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but compress the dirt under you, and then stand up and repeat the process, almost like you're swimming out of it. But you got to be calm. You don't want to just start freaking out. And even if you can create a little, just a little bit of enough cavity that you can. Uh, continue to move your your chest cavity, make all the difference in the world whether or not you might survive that situation. Anyway, that's my interesting little tidbit for today. Maybe uh, tomorrow, 
I'll tell you how to survive a bear attack. And I was thinking about this. You know, if you could survive a bear attack, then you could probably survive pretty much any human attack, wouldn't you say? You know, say somebody a lot bigger than you just starts going to go grabbing and thumping on you. Would you know how to defend yourself in that situation? Suppose a couple of people were coming at you with uh, bats and, and clubs or something like that. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll learn a few things from how to survive the uh, bear attack that we can compare to that situation. We'll see where it leads us. In the meantime, I've given you a couple of ideas that you might be able to save yourself if you're down in a cave or a ravine. You know, here we have two popular destinations underground. I know it sounds funny to say that. One is Crystal Cave. I don't know. I guess it's about an hour. I'd take my daughter there. She would love to go there. I went there when I was a kid. We used to take field trips down there. Uh, it's out in Berks County, a couple counties away from Philadelphia, Crystal Cave. It's really cool. And then there's a place called Pioneer Tunnel, which is an, uh, an old coal mine, which you can actually still take a uh, um, you know car down into the, into the into the mine and go check it out. It's really phenomenal, very interesting. So anyway. Uh, you never know when you might find yourself in one of these situations that the ground starts tumbling in around you. When it happens, you know what? You're going to remember that I gave you that little bit of information. And otherwise, think about being calm. It's huge in so many situations. First, most important step by far. All right, a couple other things I want to mention. Oddly enough, after uh, being in a great, I don't know if I want to say a great mood, but having a great weekend, Monday was just a brutal day for me. Ah, oh, in a foul. I don't know if that was affecting anybody else, but here's the interesting thing. I mentioned uh, Daniel on the podcast yesterday from the Bible, the book of Daniel. And don't you know I had a friend call and left a message? I'm not going to tell you what the message said, but don't you know he mentioned the book of Daniel? This was uh, uh, while I was recording it. Strange, right? So we couldn't have possibly heard it. I thought that was fascinating. Uh, he was uh, mentioning the book of Revelation. It's like a, a, uh, apocalyptic times. And he wasn't saying this like it wasn't some like dark, true message. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. but um, And just like I mentioned it yesterday, I kind of mentioned it casually. And by the way, that's one of the other things I wanted to mention. I got a little email from our buddy Dan out in Chicago. And he said, uh, I forget exactly what he said. He said, you know, be careful before you... Uh, just assume that we're not on the path of World War III. I hope I didn't project that image, that I feel that we're not. Uh, I, I, I think what I meant to say is I don't feel that it's imminent at this time. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. I know that I'm well prepared. Uh, I'm concerned, Put it just to be real clear. I, and I think that the, the reason that you see me kind of responding a little differently, I'm like, it's this kind of on the the path that it's on right now, what are we going to do? They're squeezing out Trump, squeezing in DeSantis. I can see it happening. It's uh, I'm going to say, and I'm just speculating. I don't know. If I had to tell you right now, I'm going to say DeSantis is going to be the Republican nominee. And if Trump uh, decides to run as an independent, maybe, uh, he might just usher in Biden 2.0. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Can, would, would we get a fair election that way with DeSantis on the ticket? That could be really, really fascinating, right? Anyway, now you kind of get a sense why I'm in a bad mood, right?
Uh, what else do I want to make a mention? Uh, workouts going well, keep you up to speed. Uh, I just I haven't been as strict with my eating as far as cutting out the no carbs, and it's fine. I think I told you I, I dropped my weight down. I let myself put a little bit more back on, building up my strength a little bit, which is going really well. And so I have a little bit more carbs in the meantime. My weight's just kind of plateaued, really. I'll try, it'll, it'll, I'll keep leaning out, but I'll just take take my time. I don't need to you know lose it as quickly. There are consequences to quickly losing weight like that. And one of them is the loss of strength and muscle that can happen with it. And so, anyway, uh, for lots of different reasons, I just kind of changed the path a little bit because I could. was happy with, with what was going on. And um, my energy level feels good. I got, a, you know, highly mobile. And, um, you know, getting into some, some weight training, some muscle building, and it feels good. So I'll keep you posted on all that. The other thing I want to tell you, I'm going to be taking a little break. I'm not going to be back until Tuesday. Uh, I'll be here tomorrow. Sorry, missed the day. Just giving you a little heads up. Uh, I'll be off for a few days after tomorrow. And then um, it might be Wednesday, but I'll remind you of that before I come back. Anyway, what's the stories of the day today? I look at all this, and I think to myself, could this be any less authentic, genuine, real. I don't know. you got to step back and really look at the big picture. Reuters put out a big story talking about cryptocurrency and politicians. Oh, well, you don't say. Uh, Specifically with campaign donations coming in through cryptocurrency. Why? Maybe because it's a big ripoff? I don't know. And people are surprised by this? It is? It's a ripoff? Yeah, it really is. Um, They're just generating random numbers and then you know, charging people. It's really phenomenal, actually. Almost as phenomenal as the guy who invented the dollar. It's, it's actually more phenomenal when you think about it. They don't have to print anything. I guess they had the Bitcoin. Was anybody really getting those, though? I don't know. Somebody did, I guess. The uh, EPA just announced $550 million in environmental justice grants. Where's that money going? You have to ask. This file. I guess we'll find out. Maybe. Maybe not. How much of it is actually going to go to help uh, bring justice to anything? Do you really have any confidence in that? If you are in one of the, quote, marginalized groups that this type of thing would cover, do you have any confidence that it's actually going to help you? <laughs> Who's it going to help? Huge amounts of money, just squandered, wasted. Uh, the West Virginia Department of, of Environmental Protection uh, released a statement uh, on white dust that fell in part of the state. This was the other day. I've got no update on this. People are, I don't know what it is. Well, I think I have a pretty good idea what it is. I think it's like a locomotive uh, axle dust, the way it sounds. I mean, how hard is this to put together? I, I got to have the West Virginia... Uh, uh, Environmental protection, explain it to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> go figure. Uh, the prevailing winds go east. West Virginia is is east of the site. Uh, no, couldn't be. Uh, Jean Claude Pierre, uh, Biden's little spokes troll, referred to Biden as President Obama. Well. This should come as no surprise. We all know that it's really Obama that's running things. Uh, maybe it's better. I don't know. Maybe it's better that he is. How? I don't know. 
Um, and then uh, fascinating stories coming out of Canada. Uh, interesting study on transgender inmates up there. I don't think they can um, collect this kind of data here. So I don't know. Yeah, you know, I was talking to my wife about this. I'm mean, like, what do you what do you read? What do you watch? What do you see that you really have any confidence in? Well, hopefully, this podcast. Uh, not everybody agrees with me. That's for, I, I would actually say a lot of the listeners don't agree with me. Isn't that kind of strange? Like I get a lot of pushbacks in the emails. As much pushback as I do support, which is fine. That doesn't bother me. I appreciate it. I appreciate the different perspectives. Sometimes I say, yeah, I agree. You know, like Dan saying to me, I, w- I wouldn't just say that there's not going to be any world with Yeah, I agree with you, 110%. Just verbalizing it a little differently, really. Glad you brought it up. But anyway, I don't know. It's interesting times. What's going to go on with the Ron DeSantis? What would you have to guess in that situation? I'm not seeing presidential material there, and I think Biden cleans his clock politically. I really do. I know you don't want to hear it. I know I just, uh, what? How could you say that? I just did. Uh, DeSantis does not, listen, I, I don't mean to uh, misspeak about the guy. Uh, he's witty, he's smart, he's a great tactician, and a great American, great governor. And it makes me want to live in, uh, where is that down there? Florida. Yeah, maybe I'll go down there. The alligators. They got hillbillies down there, you know. Don't let them fool you. It's not all Disney. Anyway... Uh, DeSantis isn't tall enough to be president. Oh, that hurts, doesn't it? That hurts. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm not seeing president out of DeSantis. I'm seeing a um, a status quo, a Republican establishment that is scrambling. Uh, they're in bed with the Democrats, and they've been forced to pick a side. And they're firmly taking the side of Democrats. And I guess they feel that DeSantis would be their best chance at moderate, best chance at not doing too much damage to everything that that Obama's built so far. Isn't that amazing, really? Reuters talking about uh, politicians uh, need to do do a better job with these uh, crypto donations. It's really phenomenal when you think about it. There's no regulation. There's no legislation. Is there anything even really proposed? You know, there's talk about the the federal government minting this stuff. Oh, we're going to trust them? We're going to put them in in, in charge of the value of this? I don't have any confidence in that either. None at all. If you can't have confidence in the money, uh, the digital currency is supposed to be the people's money. That was the idea behind it, that people would determine the value and the way that they trade. But like anything, it becomes contorted, manipulated. And at the at the end of the day, it was just numbers pulled out of the air. They're like, oh, it's worth $10,000. What? This is nuts when you really think about it. It made no sense at all. Lots of things don't make any sense to me. $550 million in environmental justice grants? Now, I'm sure there's somebody out there that could give me one heck of a poetic explanation as to what that is. Well, environmental justice is when black and brown communities live in polluted areas. Well, they're called poor areas. You know, the poor area has always been down by the river, which has always been the stinky, polluted area. Except that the nice part of the river, we call it the river walk. 
then we sell the up, upscale condos. I mean, this is just the way it works. And it's not because the, the evil white man decided to put black and brown people in, in polluted areas. It's because those areas were be able to be developed uh, much less expensively. They weren't being preserved. They were there to develop. And it's what people could afford. They get into these situations. And I think it should all be cleaned up. You know, I don't know why industry isn't being held accountable. A lot of it's too late for that. Some of this stuff is naturally occurring. I could go on a whole blah, blah, blah about that. And I would even be okay with this money being used to improve water distribution systems. But in some of these places, like you go down to Baltimore, and you, and you look at the state of these communities, and you're going to ask yourself, do we dump $50 million into bringing more water into this place? The place is, is falling apart, uh, overgrown crazy, uh, to a level that um, is beyond redemption, needs a bulldozer. But people are still living there. They obviously need clean drinking water. I'm just saying, maybe we need to come up with a better plan. And for that kind of money, maybe we could positively impact people's lives. Maybe we can make it easier for people to make a living without such a high tax burden that they could go and, and, and make enough money that they could, they could move out of such an area. There, you know, it's and this is a funny phenomenon to me, by the way. Not that it's the reason that I brought it up. The EPA's environmental justice grants. I started to say, by the way, I don't want to gloss over. Somebody could give me some very poetic, uh, you know, answer on what that is. What are we really talking about? Are we talking about cleaning up the water, or, or are we talking about cleaning up the coastlines? What are we talking about doing? Why are we calling it environmental justice grants? It's just, it's a charade. It's a big lie. A big lie to rip off the white people. You know, you need not be concerned how we're spending this money. It's for environmental justice. None of your concern there, whitey. Then, of course, the minority voters, this is what Democrats have done for you. Brought this money into your communities. When in reality, you watch. And the problem is that people have such uh, short memories. They don't remember. You know, two weeks later, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Well, let me make of it this for you. $31 trillion something. And what was the report I gave you the other day? $19 trillion more projected over the next 10 years. It won't be. It'll be at least 50, uh, $25 trillion. And I'll tell you why. Five years ago, I said we're, we're spending a trillion a year deficit. It's got to happen. And uh, uh, Steve Bannon explained to me that we have a a a trillion-dollar-a-year structural deficit in our budget. And I I never got to understand why. I guess it has to do with Social Security, I'm guessing. But I don't think so. Military not funded, probably. All on borrowed money, right? Um, So what, really, right? But anyway, a trillion dollars a year. I was looking at it from a perspective of just to keep the financial system moving. Just at a simple cap rate, that there's enough cash flow liquidity, that there's actually a market to this whole thing. This gets really complicated for the average person to understand, right? It's not that hard, really, when you realize the money has no value, just like the crypto. It's fool's gold. This is what we put our faith in. Crazy when you think about it. So we were saying a trillion dollar a year deficit. Well, suddenly it flipped to two. And I predicted that, and it happened. Happened, what, two years ago now, I think. 
And so they said, well, now the new trajectory is a $2 trillion a year deficit, and that's the $19 trillion over 10 years. And I would say to you, sorry, Charlie, that's not what's going to happen. They're going to have to continue to pump in at a faster and faster rate. And I don't care if Janet, Janet Yellen wants to do it or not. They better figure out a way, whether that's uh, a, a bigger population to spread it out or investing in other countries. Crazy, really. College loan forgiveness. This whole uh, conversation still going on all the way to the Supreme Court. This is the sabotage. This is not a, you watch CNN and you want to believe them. Oh, there's a fierce legal debate going on. This isn't a fierce legal debate. It's a sabotaging of our legal system. Everybody being, oh, oh, do you think they might? You got you got two sides, right? You got people that are, are massively ticked off about the very idea of it. And they, they, the ones that promote this, they snicker. <laughs> That's what you get for supporting Trump. <laughs> And they like they enjoy the sabotage that they engage in. I don't know. And then you're going to argue this all the way to the Supreme Court. There's already been decisions rendered on this kind of thing. It's plain law. You don't want this kind of thing. It's it, this is not a just system that just forgives loans today and tomorrow and charges other people. That's not a just system. You know, we we prided ourselves. It wasn't because it wasn't the name America that was somehow. Uh, you know, something special. It was the way we did things is, is that we had a system that was just and we worked hard to continue that to make sure that it was just for everybody. It's not happening anymore. Just the opposite. People are losing their stinking minds. My wife and I were talking about it. Look how bad it is. Jean-Claude Van Dame calling Biden Obama. She is a Biden uh, Obama to a T. She's got the stutter. You keep the keep the keep the people don't know what the heck you're saying. Now, 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 here's what I want to tell you. And you want to just never stop talking because you want to give them an opportunity to jump in. You want to just take over the airwaves. And a couple things I want to mention about that. Oh, he was. And then with the with the with the with the flashing eyes. Wow, we've already meant, as I've discussed four million times, the world is flat because I said it's flat when we've continued to say this. And everybody's supposed to agree with her. But, I mean, she's Obama 2.0, 3.0, whatever, wherever we're at in that process. Worst president ever. And you know what? Not everybody agrees with me on that. You know, there's millions of people that not only would disagree with me, but think that I'm nuts for saying such a thing. Isn't that amazing in and of itself? I was going to say this is why we have vanilla and chocolate, but, you know, that would be labeled plainly racist, right? You can't you can't even use a simple analogy like that anymore without causing a, a racial fallout, for God's sake. Nearly half of the men who identify as women in Canadian prisons are sex offenders. 
This has gone beyond lunacy, beyond pandemic. We need to bring back the idea of fathers killing the perpetrators of their daughter's assailants, or their sons for that matter. People are afraid to defend themselves. And we wonder why people are, are, are acting like a bunch of lunatics. Look at the stress. The financial system is crumbling. All they want to do to get out of it is create a, a massive war on a scale we may have never have seen before in our history. Uh, all the, the pressure, the things that were right are now wrong. Basic things like male and female are getting confused. And, and everybody just walking around dazed and confused. You wonder why. It's, everything's backwards. Like my good friend says, the tumblers are all out of place. you got to keep it together. Take care of yourself. Hey, God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.